Hey, what's up, Cosmetic family? Thanks for joining us on the Cosmetic Podcast. Cosmetic means being a person, a thing that gives rise to a phenomenon that is dynamic or energizing. We're talking with topics and telling the truth. I'm Keith Fenson. And I'm Rodrigo Ross. Hey, so today our topic is As I Am. As I Am. And so it's this whole concept about being free to thrive at work, you know, mm. where you can just really move seamlessly without any fear for losing your job. Mm. You can have these courageous conversations with folks, you know, with your supervisors, maybe your peers, mm-hmm. um, because people will know your heart. You right. know I mean, so you're being very authentic um, at, at work. And it's mm-hmm. something for me, uh, Rod, that's just been on the heart uh, lately. You and I have had a lot of conversations about our workplace yep. and and just um, just really being free. You mm-hmm. know, you know, it. we went through the pandemic um, and we felt this still sense of security because we were living free. We we're being authentic in our space and we was moving and moving, moving about. And, you know, this today, um, and we're going to talk about this space because I know a lot of people are struggling with, you know, man, can I can I speak up at work? Mm-hmm. Uh, can I um, create some ideas um, at work? You know, how do I have this conversation with my supervisor um, that's a little little tough? Yeah. Um, because, one, people, they're so fearful about getting slapped on the hand about something. Or you know, fired. Or fired. Mm-hmm. You know, making this, you know, career-limiting move. Mm-hmm. I had someone on a, a conference call not too long ago that made a statement in, re- in reference to diversity. And they, they said it very well. They addressed the topic very well with this, uh, with a white male. Um, it wasn't even uh, superior. It, mm-hmm. it was just a... A person working collaborative together on the, on a project, yeah. and she followed back up with him. And I said, "No, no, no, no. You stated that just fine. You know, you shouldn't, you know, worry about that. But you know, it just dawned on me like." Oh. Why did you ask that? It wasn't hmm. you didn't you know come across in any threatening manner. You were very professional about the way you are. So this whole place really about being authentic at work mm. and being able to have a voice in the matters. But we got to have organizations that are set up in such a way that there is this big respect and this big trust amongst um, each other that people can just truly be authentic at work. Mm, yeah, this whole idea of creating safe workplaces, right? And, and you know, we do lots of work in making sure that environments are safe. We don't have any trip hazards and you're not, you know, inhaling or ingesting, you know, biochemicals. But the safety when it talks about creating belonging and inclusion and helping people feel like they are psychologically safe, mm-hmm. that, that takes a little work. And because it's so ambiguous, um, many folks don't pay it the attention that it deserves, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, Oscar Wilde said, he said, be yourself because everyone else is already taken. Well, that's all right. I don't know any <laughs> other Rodriguez in this world, so I'm going to agree with Oscar. Yeah, Good old that's Oscar. That's like true. I don't think I know another Rodriguez. Don't, you you got to say that better than that. I mean, like, yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> But that's a way, you know, authentic, you know, being authentic, is, it is very important at yes. work. You know what I mean? It, it creates a whole lot of different things. And yeah. one is happiness and satisfaction. Mm. You know, you, you want to make sure that you are being authentic yourself at work because it's going to allow you to enjoy your job. Yeah. I mean, who wants to go to a job that they, they don't enjoy? I know for me, what Spend I tell people. a lot people, of time there to not be having a decent time. Right. <laughs> I tell people, even probably on my worst days is probably better than people best 
best days mm-hmm. at work because I love the work that I do. Yeah. But when I get up in the morning, I don't get up dreading coming into work. Yeah. Now I yeah. may get up a little slower now than I used to. Well, come but, on, uh, tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> And you're wild. Once you're going, you real happy. I'm all and I get warmed up. <laughs> but it gives you the sense of confidence also. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, if you're being yourself at work, you know, you're not trying to put on uh, a mask. Uh, probably not the best word to say now, nowadays. Mm. Uh, but you are just really confident about the work that you're doing, the work that you're producing, how you're interacting with others, and people, and that shows at work. You know? It absolutely does show. I have seen people who have had experiences um, or who have really tried. They was, you know, someone has has really, you know, tried to help them. See, like, well, just try it. Try being your authentic self and see what happens. Because you know, many times we build things up in our head to be a lot worse than they will actually be. Right. Like, if we do this, oh, the whole world is gonna fall down. And then we do it and nothing really happens and then you start feeling yourself a little bit you're like oh and it shows up I've seen people you know be more vocal in meetings I've seen them being less afraid to throw innovative ideas out I've seen them ready to take more calculated risks um, in service to, to making things better and and um, moving the organization faster so there is absolutely something to be said about this relationship between authenticity and confidence well you use the word relationship Mm. But when you are authentic at work, you know, it allows you to be able to build these these true, honest, trustworthy type of relationships with your peers, with your colleagues, also with your supervisor as well, Mm. because there's this high level of consistency that is always going on uh, because you are authentic in your space. Yeah. Yeah. So I will tell you, you know, you know, I love hair and not the same hair. Uh, Like I like hair, hair and shoes. That's kind of my thing. And so at any any given time, I will change up my hairstyle and it will be something completely different and I love it. And so for the summer, it was hot. You know, I wanted to go on a couple of vacations and move around and so I decided to braid my hair. But in true Rodrigo form, I wanted to just be extra with it. And so I got these braids that literally are all the way down almost to the back of my knees and I love, 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 love them. And for a quick second, you know, I was like oh can I wear these braids to work you know how is this going to be viewed or whatever and I and I happened to right after I got them I happened to have a meeting with Kurt Hazelbaker our CEO here in Dallas and the first thing he said to me was like oh your hair looks nice and then we went on into the meeting like no harm no foul what are you doing what's going on with your hair and when I tell you our relationship just kind of notched up just a bit I was like look at Kurt noticing my hair he is cute. He has good taste because it was very cute. But then my my confidence went up and when other people came up to me because I had other women of color come up to me like, did anyone say anything to you about wearing braids? Did anyone? And I was like, no. And before I knew it, like three other women started coming to work with braids in their hair and, and it sparked conversations and it deepened relationships with some of their peers and some of our, our white women colleagues about this whole idea around hair and stuff. So just me taking that little step and I was nervous at first because 
I knew I went too far with these braids all the way down my back, but I loved them. Yeah, and so today we're talking about as I am, this whole concept about being free to thrive at work and being mm-hmm. your authentic self. And, you know, when you're at that space right there, it brings about success. Yeah. Because you are moving free. You got innovative ideas that's coming to the table. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're able to uh, take on more things because you have that high passion. You may be able to prioritize those different things right there so that you can have that true success. Mm-hmm. And so let, let me just kind of take a, a little bit of a left turn at Albuquerque real quick. So some people believe that in order to be authentic at work, you have to be working in your quote unquote true passion. And that's not necessarily true. So I'm finna, I'm, I'm finna throw a, a little little bit of a curveball. When someone assumes that you have to work in your passion in order to be your authentic self in a workplace, there are a couple of things that are ruminated that, that may not be true. Number one, there's an assumption that you'll only have one passion in your life and this job will be that only one passion. And for most people, that's not the case. Like passions are seasonal and what you, you really feel intense about and these are the things you really want to do at this juncture in your life that may change um it also assumes that you have a very clear understanding and you know what your passion is and some people it is not until later on in life that they really get a clear understanding of what their passion is um and and it makes this assumption that until you get your dream job that is so proximate to your passion you can't be and you should not be and you shouldn't expect to be authentic um in the workplace and none of that is true authenticity can happen in a space at a job that may not necessarily be your passion point like you may fulfill that passion point side of you in your free time you may knit you may roller skate you may who knows your passion may be accounting and you do that in your free time because Mm -hmm. in your day-to-day job you do something else but you still have the right and the responsibility and the opportunities to be authentic in your workspace even if it's not your passion job and when you are authentic in your space what it brings about is leadership Mm because you're able to inspire others and it gets to this place that people become loyal to you they engage with you um, even more so and it builds about uh, trust and confidence and passion in others when people see you thriving in that space there because now they begin to believe that they can not just they they believe it they they know that they can do those things also because they're seeing it played out right there in front of in front of their eyes you know and you got to be able to get to a place where you um, are aligning your authenticity to your uh, to your work and making sure that you are in the space where you belong and where you mm. where you want to be. Mm-hmm. You may be in an organization that um, you feel good about, but boy, it's just something that's not allowing you to be really free. Mm. You got to make sure you got to check yourself to make sure that that's the space that you want to be at. Mm, Some place that's not allowing you to be totally free. I, I, I can't. I, I tell you right now, there's opportunities that that come my way from people you know want to have conversation about other positions Mm -hmm. Uh, and then you know one of the first things that I consider is that you know can I be the way that I am now with another organization regardless whether that is you know in a CEO spot or whatever you know because right now in life for for me Mm -hmm. I'm living in this total free space that you know I'm not worried about you know you know the the, you know is could I be fired today sure you know the opportunity may come but I know that because of where I am I know I wouldn't have a 
problem getting the next next mm-hmm. opportunity. So you you feel free. Is this why you always ripping me? Because you just feel free to just. Uh, that's a whole nother. That's, that's, a, a, that's a, a podcast. That's, that's a different that's, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're authentically ripping me. Thank you. I appreciate that. But I will say though, even in that. So let's let's take that the evolution, right? That even got us to the point where we can do this podcast and go back and forth. That was an evolution of authenticity, right? Because behind the scenes and as we're thinking about what topics we want to talk about and nine times out of 10, we very rarely see it from the same angle and the same perspective. Like it definitely requires a a heightened level of authenticity, at least you with me and me with you in order for us to have these conversations and sometimes agree to disagree right and but you have two people who understand that they're very confident in themselves they're confident in skills they're passionate about their work and where those disagreements you know one may see them as separate Mm. they become aligned and that we able to be we're able to move forward yeah and i have more fans so that's really what it comes down to Uh, well sidebar i did pick up one today oh Uh, look at you so i think you got me so you got two i got two yeah and I got three. Oh, I'm still winning. Well, hey, hey, it's fine. Man, I'm still you know, winning. I'm well, still we're two winning. years into this thing. Well, you know. Uh, hey, we appreciate the five people who are listening. Thank y'all. Out there to we us. sure do appreciate y'all. Hey, you. Uh, when you when you get to the, go, give us a shout out and give us a review on yeah. this also. Yeah, yeah. Give us five stars on five of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a kind of this. Uh, there's a word for this. Uh, so, um, this organization, behavior scientist uh, Amy Edmondson, she's uh, with Harvard. Okay. Um, she's credited with coining this phrase of psychological safety. Psychological safety. Yeah, so uh, it's this shared belief that the team is safe for interpersonal risk taking. Mm -hmm. So simply put that you know, we got to trust uh, trust each other to experiment without judgment at all, mm. right? You know, voice opinions without being shamed mm. and fail without being labeled a failure. Mm. Now, that was that, something. That, that's, that's, that, that was something. That's that's heavy. And Fail so without being labeled yes. a failure. So how you have the, how do you have these psychological safe teams? Yeah, how you do know, you create If you're a leader out there and you're listening, teams. can you authentically say mm. that that's how your staff team is? Well, whether you are leading the team or a part of the team. Yeah. A psychologically safe team. I, that fail without being labeled a failure, that hit different. Yeah. Because so, I've seen that. Wow. Yeah. And there's some, you know, some good tips out there to how you can have this psychologically safe team. You know? Okay. One is uh, focusing in on the learning and not the executing. Mm. So if, if your team missed a mark, okay, all right. It would take the time to understand, you know, what went wrong along the way mm-hmm. instead of just rushing to this, ah. Uh, Y'all you know, missed it. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, take, but hey, nobody's perfect. Yeah, I mean, I, well, and I, even you know in what? missing that, you probably went further than if you would have did nothing. Right, we all perfect. Perfect and perfectly. I'm pretty close to perfect, though. You're probably more towards the imperfect side. So we're a little too close uh, in this recording for you to make statements like that, then Lord. <laughs> Did you just say you're gonna 
get struck by lightning. <laughs> so also we can encourage experimentation. Okay. So a big part of learning and innovating is trying new things. Like let's give the team the opportunity to be able to experiment. Mm, you know, that's a sticky one. Many people are experiment averse. Uh-huh. Because number one, experimenting takes time because you have to experiment, then you have to kind of figure out did the experiment work, did it didn't work. If it didn't work, what do you have to tweak? Do it again. And in this quick, fast, give it to me now kind of workplace that we set up sometime, people, they don't really, they don't give you that space to just experiment. I need the answer. I need it now. And I don't have time for you to do all this ruminating and experimenting. And then it's like when teammates do experiment, like they may not get it right on the first try. Probably not going right. to get so it right. So like give them the space to really do it. The spirit, I mean, we've done podcasts on, uh, I remember, um, uh, WD-40. Well, the only uh-huh. reason WD-40 is called WD-40 because it... The <laughs> other 39. 39 times. <laughs> <laughs> so give people a chance to be able to experiment. Give 40 chances. And then when you get into this space as leaders, like, you got to acknowledge that, you know, you're not perfect. You know, yeah. we, just, we just talked about that. Mm-hmm. But this is that space of being transparent. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're transparent with your folks, folks really know where you're coming from. They, they hear your heart. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm talking to folks now and, you know, I put myself out there like I know I'm not the smartest one in the bunch okay right uh, you right I, I didn't need oh I'm sorry you wasn't finished right okay I, I apologize cause I recognize in my house my, my people in my house I got a <laughs> A chemistry major that didn't graduate. I got a baby girl that's in nursing. Mm. And then my wife, she's a professor in math of all subjects. So yeah, you're not I, the smartest. I, I'm not the smartest yeah, kid in my agree. house. You're so not. therefore, I'm going to be transparent. To <laughs> I'm going to just let y'all I'm know. I'm not perfect. I messed up. Because <laughs> they going to figure out who messed up anyway. It's him. We smarter. It's him. <laughs> so. But you know, as a, as a supervisor, you would be amazed how you really can fortify the relationship with your staff when you just say you know what I'm sorry right. I got that wrong let me backtrack I, let me figure it out uh, because it, it, it makes you it, it helps them to, to remember you're human and that it's okay for them to be human as well and then when you're being transparent like that it also off, uh, opens up the space for embracing discomfort mm. it gives your team uh, the uh, really the authority the blessing to say hey look we didn't like when you did this mm-hmm. and so now as a leader like you're not backing up on the defensive there you're yeah. taking it all in because one you've been transparent yeah. and people are able to say those, you know, have those courageous conversations with you without any judgment on the table. And like, man, if we can, you know, create this psychological safe space yeah. for us to be able to be in, man, how much better will our team be? Have Have you ever had that happen to you with one of your teams? They came and was like, mm, so about that last thing you did. Yeah. yeah I mean, well, what'd they tell you? Well, I mean, so for me, the space is there. I, when I, for the workplace, you can tell me I'm wrong and we can, we can move on. I do. Yeah, yes, you do. You, I, you, I, I exercise uh, my right. Yeah, yeah. You <clears throat> uh, practice that one a whole lot. Every day. I would say you probably got that one almost uh, perfect. You're welcome. Yes. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, that's happened to me, too. I remember we were working on a project as a team trying to get um, this program just really kicked up and started. And I, I, 
I was kind of pushing the team based on some of my experiences from doing a similar program some years and years and years before, not really giving credit to the fact that the landscape had changed, right, since since I had done it. And um, I, I really got caught in a cycle of, look, been there, done that, got the t-shirt, I know what to do, I can save us some heartache, I can tell you where all the pitfalls are, let's just do it my way. And they were trying to tell me along the way, like, eh, that may not work, this, that, and the other. And ultimately, the program kicked off, and it, it was okay, but it 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 wasn't what we thought it could be. And and the team did. They sat me down, and it was like, you know, we really feel like some of that was because, you know, when you did this, this happened, or when you didn't do this, it made us feel this way, and that kind of thing. And I will tell you, at the onset, I was mad with all of them, because <laughs> you know, the truth hit different. I y'all don't know what you're talking about. I don't care, and I got the cutest shoes on in here. But after I got over myself, I had to go back and tell, you know what, y'all are absolutely right. And I'm going to stay in my lane. You guys are here to execute and to do this because you are the content experts at this time in this space. And I'm going to stay in my lane. And moving forward with that understanding, that transparency, that discomfort, because they felt uncomfortable too coming to me. um, It it made us better as a team. Yeah. So I would say my staff and volunteers do that to me. And I. Uh, what mm. I, when we were um, having a whole lot of food distributions, uh, oh, so one of the team remember. members, Leona Kelly, she sets up all that. Hey, Lily, and, and she has her, you know, has her plan down in place. And then, you know, I come out there the day of, and you know, because Miss quote unquote, I, you know, I know what I'm doing. Mm. You know, I get to go, and she pause, and the volunteers pause and look at me like, we we look at here. I said, I tell y'all, well, I'm gonna go down. I'm gonna go back in my office. And y'all tell <laughs> and me we, when y'all done. Keep on moving. And when you come back some hours later, all the food is distributed. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so, so don't just need to get out of our own way. I was uncomfortable, but I left. I sure did. <laughs> but, you know, also, you know, our team evolves over time. And so whereby one person may be there for a long time as a teammate, you may have two others that come into the new system. Mm. And so you got to cons- consistently build this process right here yeah. of creating this psychological safe space for people to, uh, to be able to have that until that just really really ingrained into your culture and then it you know you'll see it uh it turn over time and time again what an excellent concept a psychologically safe place yes. i love it you know um so when we think about you know the why and we think about being authentic uh in your space i think about the medi experience of multicultural mm. executive development institute yep. uh, that i went to and the, all the different experiences that they talk to us about, about how do you truly be yourself mm-hmm. uh, in that space. And that, that was a program uh, that helped out a lot. Um, and that, you know, blends over to our um, emerging multicultural leadership experience, the conference that we have yeah. to be able to, as staff of color, to be able to deal with different situations that we come up with and how do you continue to grow and develop in those spaces so that, you know, if you're a program director, how do you get to that next level? Yeah. You know, going through the the Mecca um, program. Um, And so as as wide leaders, as leaders that are listening to this uh, podcast right now, be your authentic self in your space. Yeah. Be free to be able to move about in such a way that you don't have that fear factor 
of whether it be losing your job or creating this career limiting um, um, you know uh, opportunity there yeah. but be free to be free yeah. at all times and if you don't if you're not really sure how to do that or you're still nervous like you said get involved um, at least in the YMCA in that MLD work in the, in the MECA program or MEDI or MMP the Multicultural Mentoring Program so that you can get in proximity with folks to kind of help you build that skill set and help you commit to learning or relearning or unlearning or just know what energizes and drains you so that you can be your most authentic self, authentic self because there is only one you and we need you, right? Like we don't need a carbon copy version of someone else and, and you're a commodity. So, And we would just, love to just learn from you. Yeah. Um, please reach out to us. Let us know uh, how you're authentic in your space, ways that you're improving your space to uh, afford to be more psychologically By safe. By wearing my hair all the way down to my knees. And for me, it is uh, really having my voice in the room. For those you who, definitely do that. For those who know me, mm. they, they know that. I mean, my man Kirk said, yeah, yeah I, we don't have a problem with Keith. Um, yeah, we don't never have to wonder what he's he thinking because he don't tell us. <laughs> hey, uh, thank you for listening to Cosnetic. Well, we're tackling topics and telling the truth. Hey, subscribe and listen to us weekly. And don't be shy. Give us a five-star review. And as always, be dynamic, be phenomenal, be cosmetic.